afternoon. Welcome to the Ryla Cast, the official podcast of Camp Ryla Rotary District 5810. My name is Jody Oregon, and I'm from Cabin 8. My name is Sam Brockett, and I'm from Cabin 2. Hi, I'm Kiko Majana IV, and I'm from Cabin 3. Go, Ryla Riders. I'm Angel. I'm from Cabin 8. I'm Chase. I'm from uh, Cabin 2. And I'm Saul, and I'm from Cabin 5. All right, everybody. How have we felt these first couple of days? These first couple of days have been uh, very interesting, mm-hmm. needless to say. Very, uh, uh, I don't know. It's too much. It's too much. Um, for me personally, I don't know. I was a little stressed yesterday going through all the, the cha- the you know, the uh, what's it called? Red Ro- uh, round robins uh, challenges with the girls and then the boys as well as well um, with the partner cabins and it was just stressful because I've never been in an environment with so many leadership uh, so many leaders and you know people that have um, uphold to a lot of responsibilities mm-hmm. so it was definitely a challenge for me you know trying to work with different people that have a same mindset and trying to work around that mm. I think the round robins um they definitely made a huge change because I remember like at first when we met the boys, we were like, okay, they're our partner cabin. We're going to have to like get to know them the next few days. And I remember like I was freaking out because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say. And I usually don't like talk to guys as often. So it was like a little more of a different situation for me. But after I think it was the, the not round robin, I feel like that was the icebreaker that I needed because after the not, I was like, oh, we're family. I understand these people. Like that was such a like a mind like game changer for me the knot i just i think that if like anyone was scared like in our cabin the knot was the fix that we needed yeah it felt like as we went through the round robin challenges it felt like slowly you know everybody you know started to get each other and it just felt like very like the chemistry was there because like at first man when they were yanking us out of those cars i mean it felt hectic i mean some chick like was like staring at me through the window you know pounding on pounding on the window bro give me the creepiest smiles like am i in a horror movie or like what's going on i mean for real what that chick said when it was like oh this is a cult yeah Yeah, that's exactly what it felt like i was like oh dear god what did i get myself into um something that like this whole experience is reminding me of and like I know I've said this like a couple of times in like my cabin groups it's like rushing a sorority or a fraternity at a big state university they're all screaming at you but it's like happy screaming and <laughs> and everyone's so energetic and like you're going to meet people and be like oh my god you go to this school do you know this person oh my god yeah i do know this person and just like form these connections with people you would have never thought you would form a connection with and we know that um leadership that's the main reason that we're here and this is going to help us get to our goals so i could start off um what my goal is i'm really hoping to major in nursing at the university of houston because i heard they have a really great nursing program and so i know that i'm not going to use like every single leadership quality like in that job but i know there's a lot of things like speaking up and like being more confident and just like getting to know different personalities that i would learn about here is going to help me with that job and even though like i want to specialize with like taking care of little babies and things like i still feel like the things that i learned here i'm going to use for life
For me, one of my goals would be, uh, especially after this year, there, I had a teacher in my life who was just, you know, very, very inspirational and a very key part of, you know, my development into the person, kind of person that I want to be. So for me, it would be education and coaching because, you know, I felt like I owe it now to him and to the world now to make that kind of same kind of impact in someone else's life, like a young, a young man's life or a young woman's life. What sport? Uh, so I used to play football, but I quit so I can get a job and start focusing on family and school and stuff so I can get to that point in my life where I can be a coach because I realized that, you know, as a player, don't really have a future. And I could also do track because uh, I do pole vaulting too, so it's it's wow. really fun. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah, good. yeah. It's kind of scary, man, when you get the poles bending. You know, all of a sudden, you know, your feet are up, your feet are up, pointing towards the sky, and you know, your head's looking at the ground. It's kind of it's kind of weird, but it's a it's a it's, it's pretty cool like feeling. No, nah, the scary part is when the pole bends. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the, yeah. I mean, I have oh, broken a few. Part. I've broken uh, five poles, so I have broken five poles. That's Apparently, I got too much explosiveness. So that's crazy. That's what he's saying. I don't know. I I actually have to use a pole that's like ten pounds heavier than my weight limit. So yeah. Mm, my goal is to uh, hopefully play D one ball, uh, really wherever. Uh, it don't have to be D1, really, just collegiate level. And while I'm in college, uh, hopefully get a degree in nursing also. Mm-hmm. Uh, possibly become a pediatrician, you know, because uh, I do love kids and, I don't know, it's pretty cool. That's very sweet. <laughs> That's really cool, uh, you know, an athlete and a nurse. Like, you know, those those combos don't That's aren't good, very no, common. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, following in my mama's footsteps, you know, she, <laughs> yeah. she, she's she's pretty good. Uh, she was a cheerleader. That's, that's <laughs> and so really, I guess that counts. I I don't really count it as one, but mm-hmm. that's, that's me. That's just me, you know. Well, clearly your mama raised you well. Um, for me personally, a goal, I guess, of mine, or like what I want to do after high school, I want to go into poli sci. Uh, possibly, will hopefully. <laughs> putting out there <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Georgetown in Washington DC yes. um, I want to become a politician um, one of my immediate goals or you know um, I guess smaller uh, goals right now would be to become governor of Texas and then my end goal which would be my big dream goal would be to become president of the United States you have my um, vote right <laughs> <laughs> well thank you but um so I and I feel like after going to this camp, it and I probably want to minor in, in ugh, minor minor <laughs> in, minor in psychology. Um, after you know hearing about different type of types of personalities and coming from a background or coming from a you know um, a home and uh, family of totally different, not necessarily different, but it, personalities that I just I had trouble growing up with and it kind of adopted in into a difficult personality for me I, I don't know how to say it but it's just it's very interesting for me and then going into psychology and then politics it helps me get to know people as a politician and hopefully you know get to know them as a, them as a person and a leader for their country or whatever they do in the government so yeah 
You definitely have all of our votes. Vote Kiko like 2040? 2040? 2030? Something like that. Something around there. One of those something around there. Um, These are. Are you going to go? Are you going to talk about. I. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Right. I'll, I'll talk. I'll, right. I'll talk go about. Go? I'll go. I'll, I'll go goals. Okay. Go for goals. Okay. Okay. My goals are actually like a little similar to yours, Kiko, but like a little, a little switcheroony. Um, I want to major in psych because it's what my mom did, and I've grown up around counselors and mental health, and I just want to be able to be there for people. And you know, there's been experiences this my high school experience where I've been surrounded by like really bad people and like being able to spot those red flags I think would be able to help me and help others in my life to you know be able to get out of bad situations quicker and I plan on attending law school at hopefully fingers crossed Boston College um, you know, really go back to my hometown and reconnect over there. And I want to, like, do something with, like, criminal defense. You know, there's so many people that are put on trial that are innocent. And in my theology class that I do have with Jody, um, we were talking about the death penalty and how there's a number of cases of people who are convicted and put on the death penalty that are wrongly convicted and their trials are just never reopened and i want to be able to help people like that very good very very deep and uh speaking of deep let's get into these deep shower thoughts i actually came across the shower thought a few days ago (laughs) um well obviously before coming here because i have no phone but um (laughs) it was i was looking like through this website i was just like curious like what do other people think and there was just one shower thought that really got to me it was like there's something that you have said whether you think it was major or minor somebody remembers exactly what you said and will probably never forget it. And you don't know who that is. Like, I feel like it could be, honestly, it could be any one of you in this room right now. And I've said something that you remember what I said. And I completely forgot what it was. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that's also one of those, like that saying uh, six degrees or like every, with every six people, someone like knows someone that you know. Mm-hmm. And like the weirdest way. And it could be like something so small, but it like makes such a big aim- impact in their life. Mm-hmm. Mine kind of has something to do with that. Uh, I moved from Florida, and before I moved, you know, I worried that uh, I was going to, like, betray all my friends because I was hurting them because I was leaving because this was the longest place I'd ever stayed in one place before because I moved around a lot. And it was, uh, you can all, you could be the greatest person in someone's life, but you're always going to be the bad guy in someone's story. It's just, like, it just really stuck with me, so it helped me, you know, realize that, you know, I, I'm just going to be me and do, do what I think is best and try to do what I like what that person you know I feel like needs and you know hopefully they understand it and get it I don't really have a deep shower thought I'm I'm not like (laughs) y'all I'm just I just keep it simple I I kind of want to touch up on that because like I get that and here recently going back to Sam's thought about it um her what she wants to do with or with her you know previous or back Sorry, um, <laughs> with her, um, you know, relate or you know, friendships that she's had throughout high school, and how, you know, she's able to spot red flags. Um, I've had a similar, you know, instances right lately, and it's just it's so, 
And then one of the boards for my, um, what's it called? The board that what, barrier, barrier that I wrote was toxicity in mm. my life. And so it's so funny that people can manipulate you into thinking that you're the villain of everyone's yes. story. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. it's Those like, have power. exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's, yeah, they always remember. Yeah. But yeah. you always have to remember that people just are jealous of you. Mm-hmm. It just, because they want to keep your name in their mouth. Yeah. I recommend everyone take like a psychology class or read a book at some point because um I recently did that and like just like seeing all these things I'm like oh they they weren't being nice. They were manipulating mm-hmm. me. It's just like a little like <laughs> moment. I love the sound effect. And you know you know the thing is like I don't know if it's always going to be like that person wants to hurt you. You know what I mean? I think it's possibly possibly could be that that person has something deep down inside of them where like they feel like you're the only person that would ever get them mm. and they don't want to let you go. Yeah. So. so really how much they care for you can really end up hurting your right. relationship gets, in the like, end. From clingy, like there's mm-hmm. a difference between clingy exactly. and then like getting manipulative. And, and, and no, getting yeah. manipulative and brainwashing yeah. and like no, yeah. trying to contort and like mold you into something that you're not. So you have to right. be careful and realize. Like, this actually reminds me up. of something that my brother told me. Um, about one of his um, lady friends in lady in the seventh grade. Well, he doesn't call her friend. Where he really hates her. <laughs> no, but he says that this, there's this girl who's, who like really likes them and that she's always around them. And I'm like, okay, that's a little clingy. But like, I know like she's she's young, so like she doesn't know like a bunch of stuff. But like, he told me that there was this point where like she was trying to make him like like the same things that she liked, and like they she wanted like to force him like change his like the music that he listened to. And then at that point, I was like, okay, this is no longer a funny joke. This is not good for you at all. So like realizing the difference between being clingy and being manipulative, like though I never it wasn't like a personal experience for me. Like just being able to be there for my little brother. Like, to help him, like, understand that so now he knows what to look out for. That was, like, something that really changed me. Yeah, understand that, you know, you should be proud of, you know, being you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like Tepper said when he was giving us the uh, the speech, it really stuck with me is, like, uh, you can be worried about, like, everybody else's, like, thoughts about you and stuff like that and what everybody else thinks. But really, in the end, they all have their own thoughts and what they're going to think, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I think you should just make sure to stay true to yourself. And that's a big thing for me um, that I also was trying to find as my one of my end goal or uh, successes of trying to find by trying to break up the toxicity in my life is trying to find out my true self. And for us in my high school, we um, our Jesuits job is to develop the students to be able to find their true self sophomore year. And you know, I, w- I was able to, and then it kind of got back to my, you know, self that I wasn't really who I am. But it's just here lately now I had to, like, re-find out what my true self is and what my purpose in life is for to help how I can mm-hmm. better serve others and mm-hmm. with others. So I honestly think Ryla is going to be a great experience for everyone to help, you know, rediscover who you are or discover who you are and just, you know, go through like a healing process that maybe you need to go through or like really find out who your real friends are or something you need or something you need to cut out. Okay, yeah, that's absolutely really like very true. Um, what do y'all think is like the proper way to cut out someone of your life without them 
going crazy, mm. insane. Because some people just don't know, like they just like they don't understand the signs of you're trying to, you know, not get. Funny story. I've actually had to like go through that process kind of recently, you know, to like cutting someone out that's toxic in your life. You know, it's hard and you don't want to just go up to them and be like, I don't like you. Get out. Like what I recommend is slowly like withdrawing. Like if they're always with you like 24 seven, like kind of like withdraw yourself, you know, be like, I need to like take time to myself. Like I'm going to stay at home tonight instead of like going out to this party or like I'm going to try and make new friends and branch out. So I'm not with this person 24 seven, you know, just work on yourself and like focus on yourself instead of just like pushing and pushing and pushing this person so yeah i actually have a, uh, an experience kind of similar to that so i went to a church camp in the summer of seventh grade and i met a girl that i thought i really really liked i'm like this is the one even though i'm like i'm in seventh grade bro. like i'm 13 i'm 13 years old i'm like 13 years old i mean come on i had that middle school syndrome you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, you know. but uh and I was really pressured because my parents had the story of they met when they were in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And then they got married. But really, then they had to really explain the story to me that they actually broke up and then met back together in high school. Thing was, this girl was a lot older than I was. She was like a sophomore. Oh. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> like, anyway, the older Cougar. Anyway. Anyway. So I'm not going to get too much into all that. But I'm just saying that. I like we really really grew close and we were really really good friends you know what I mean and we ended up like talking a little bit but uh, I realized very soon that you know she wasn't the kind of person that I thought she was you know what I mean for like really so even though she was a really good friend and a really important person to me and I really really cared about her you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's important that if you do really really care about those people and you realize that they're you know they're not helping you be the better yourself like Mm -hmm. like the Lauren like Lauren Mangold and uh, Megan said today like you got to surround yourself with people that make you better and I realized that she wasn't really making me better so I just told her you know I I really really care about you but I think it's best for me and for you if I focus on my family and Mm -hmm. school and stuff like that because you know it's just we're not the right kind of people for each other to be around each other that's actually really close to what I was going to say because it's actually like this year before we started summer break um No, yeah, there was there was a guy that I actually did end up like starting a relationship with and um he I guess I just I was I don't want to say it was the love bubble, but like you know, I, I don't know how to say like love is blind. Like there are certain things that I did not realize until the relationship had started, and so like it was like a week or two into relationship, and I was kind of noticing the things, and I was like, maybe it's a quirk, maybe it's just something that I didn't notice the first time, and then like it progressively just started getting worse and worse, and so after a while, I had to like get direct and be like, hey. I'm so sorry that I did not see these things before this relationship started. And I know it's probably like your personality, but it's just not something that I am okay with. And so I I was just upfront and just told him, I was like, hey, I don't think I can do this. Like, I'm sorry. I know, like, I hope you know that I value your feelings and I value you as a person, but I I can't do this with you. That's what I literally had to tell him. It was hard. Yeah. But, you know, if it needs to be done, it had to be done. Mm -hmm. I think this all happens um, because after it's all over, we all feel really refreshed. We all feel very like we can just we, f- we feel very relieved in certain ways, and 
having this experience has definitely like impacted all of us to really focus on ourselves and indulge who we are as a person. Well, that is everybody that is great stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that uh really shows how mature you really are, you know, especially talking in in this podcast and just telling all these stories like that's that's very brave of y'all. And good job. Yeah, it's very encouraging. Well, that is all we have time for today, but thank you for listening. We'll talk back to you tomorrow on the Rylacast. This is Angel. Signing off. This is Saul Balin signing off. This is Sam Bruckett signing off. Jody Oregon. This is Chase Garvin signing off. Jody Oregon signing off. And Kiko Majano the fourth signing off. <laughs> <laughs>